This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. story hour for first graders. I mean, I've seen that that we're debating. I want to talk about Ron DeSantis. Permission to do so? Permission. Um, <laughs> permission granted. I'm so. going to quote Kellyanne Conway from earlier in the day. Ron DeSantis needs an economic plan if he's going to run for president. Ron DeSantis needs an energy plan if he's going to run for president. And he ought to be focusing on that. And this doesn't do wait that. A you, wait a minute. You don't think the issue of uh, inappropriate, age-inappropriate sexual material or gender identity information or CRT, that that has to get out of our schools. These kids can't read, write, do math, science, or know a thing about guess, computers. Guess what? What? Parents vote, but the schools are a state and local issue. And you know what people care about? Inflation. Because people's wages adjusting for inflation have gone down about 4% under Joe Biden. And Ron DeSantis does not have an economic plan as of yet. And today, Disney just pulled a $1 billion investment out of Florida. And these are six-figure jobs. And he's picked a fight with Disney for... But, but, is but that this a, is a state issue. I mean, I think it's important that we're, that we're indoctrinating our kids and then we're right. not giving them the education that they need for life. Now, I agree with Dagan on a point that we need to focus on the economy, right? Because I the American people too. care about well, it. I'm but saying if, he's running for president. He's doing this, heading out, you know, ending the legislative session. But there are a lot of big potholes. All right. That's what the stances needs to fill. OK, Friday, 19 May in the year of our Lord 2023. This gets to the point I've been making for a while, since the disastrous worldwide trip in four days that led to the implosion in the city of London, which is London's Wall Street with uh, Governor DeSantis. Uh, there's one thing to be a governor. I think he's doing a very good job as governor, right? And uh, But uh, Hannity gets schooled right there. Th these issues, a lot of these issues are state and local issues, right? Maybe not the fight with Disney, but that's a separate thing. But that's not something to run for president on. You've got to have a plan. You have a full-spectrum energy dominance plan. You have to have uh, a, a, a geopolitical strategy. You have to have an economic plan, a, a plan on the border, all of it. I mean, Donald J. Trump gave us four years of peace and prosperity. I have asked Don Jr., who's been traveling a lot, and Don Jr., I really appreciate you doing this, sir, and changing your schedule around. But I had to start today because I heard, I heard reports last night at NRCC dinner and all the DeSantis guys are going around. And you got Mike Pence one day. You got Chris Christie the next day. You got Asa Hutchinson. You got all the, what I call the Keebler elves. Right. All yeah. of them combined. It's an 80 20 race right now. Right. And we know the 20 of the 20, 10 of those will come back over. There's 8 percent that are that are never Trumpers. We got that. Give it. Give me your thoughts about this, because you you uh, yeah. you think like me, I think a lot in that. Hey, we got to stop the nonsense and get on with it, sir. 
Well, a couple of things. I mean, as to that clip, before I get to my thoughts on the sort of the bigger picture, it's like, yeah, you know, the, the, I've been talking about like combating the groomers and all of those people for years. Ron DeSantis picked up on it a few you know, weeks ago because it's the thing that goes viral on Twitter or his influencers can push. Like, you know, it's not like he's the first guy on this subject. Uh, you know, a lot of the people like me have been talking about this stuff for years. It's just able to go viral. And so that whole created personality, it's why you talked about the London meeting when all these people they're seeing and following it on social, like, wow, he must be a real badass out there. He, And it's like, Oh, God, you get in a room with them and you realize that ain't the case, man. It's not the same. So that's an issue that you can create a viral moment around. You can dunk on some stupid local reporter. You can do those sorts of things and make a, create a personality uh, that is d far from what actually is. Uh, uh, create a personality that doesn't actually exist. That's an easier issue to be like, I'm going after the groomers. No one wants the groomers, of course. Like, again, people like me have been talking about it for years before DeSantis even mentioned it once. Like, now he's doing it because it can go viral. You're talking about inflation. It's a little harder to go viral. Energy independence, all of the other issues that are out there. So it's not that it's not an issue, but it's the only thing you can make him appear uh, attractive on. When you talk about the bigger picture, you're right, Steve, it's a hundred percent either donor driven or consultant driven. What people don't get about the game of politics is how much money is involved. The consultants on the DeSantis campaign and maybe a couple of the others, I think most of them are on sort of book tours, uh, you know, the CNBC conservative commentator tour so they can do a couple things. They'll take some shots at Trump. They'll be, you know, whatever moderates on TV and all of a sudden they'll get a gig, uh, you know, twice a week on CNBC or CNN. Uh, but for a guy like DeSantis, it's consultant driven. Those guys are gonna take 10, 20, sometimes more, 25 to 50% of the ad buys. Every commercial that you see for Ron DeSantis, people on that team are going to take a percentage of the cost of that commercial, a big percentage. Every time you have a dollar raised, the fundraising guy gets something, the guy that did the web processing, their buddy's doing the credit card processing. In many cases, north of 50% of that money is going directly into their pockets. They have no ideology. They couldn't care less. They need him to run because if he doesn't run, they're not making any money this cycle. They're not working for Trump. They're not working for another credible candidate. They need him to run and they need him to stay in as long and as spend as much money as possible because the more money spent, the more money they are putting in their pockets directly. And each and every one of those dollars, Steve, is a dollar that we're not using to take on Joe Biden. It's a dollar that we're not using or won't have in the war chest to be able to create the ballot harvesting operations in the, you know, let's call it seven you know, purple states or the swing states or the places where we have a chance. The, we are depleting our resources like we're doing with the war in Ukraine and so many other things, but we are gonna get ourselves where we're not gonna be able to compete with the machine and a dolt, an absolute imbecile like Joe Biden will be able to walk right in because the Democrat donors are loving this. And it's there to benefit a few guys who have no ideology, but are looking to get very, very rich no, off of DeSantis' run. It's some of these donors that hate Trump that are anti-populist, anti-nationalist, globalist donors like Ken Griffin. 
these guys. And a guy like Jeff Rowe is going to make $35 million bucks. That's what this is all about. Don Jr., your theory of the case here, are you saying that this primary is over? we got to stop messing around. All resources, all focus, all energies got to be focused on the general election right now, sir? Listen, I, I, I'm doing that based on numbers. Like if, if, if it was close, I wouldn't say that. I say, hey, put Trump in the debates. Let it be that, you know, you, you get you have to do that. You don't have a choice. But when I see the numbers also, more importantly, Steve, where I see the trend right each time, you know, Trump's exonerated for that. Now you have the, the, the report coming out. So any of those people that had any doubt, you know, why is Trump upset? Maybe he's talking about these things. Every all of the conspiracy theories are coming true right now. You have Durham report. You have a president that had an incredible record of accomplishment, got stuff done. And now, you know, literally what we all probably knew, what you and I certainly knew for years. But for those who aren't paying attention as much now, it's like, wait a minute. So Trump did all of those things despite the major agencies of our intelligence community literally going after him, literally attacking him, hanging these things over his head. You saw that he got virtually no help from even the Republicans. And what's great about Trump, I think, honestly, as a as a one term president with all of this information out there, it's not hindsight anymore. You can't be you're not. I'm wondering if maybe they did. He knows he can go. He can clean house because Washington, yeah, D.C. Yeah, and that yeah. establishment needs to be burned to the ground. Scorched earth. You need to get rid of everyone to save the republic. Uh, ditto. That is the perfect summation of exactly where we stand. I want to, you know, I asked your dad when I had this conversation with him a couple of weeks ago in, in, in Mar-a-Lago, and I want to thank the team there for setting it up. I asked him, I said, if you're at the top of the escalator, knowing everything you've known now, they're trying to put you in bankruptcy, they're trying to put all your kids in jail, they're trying to put you in jail, you got 50 indictments coming at you, total lawfare. Uh, and, and if you read this book, Letters to Trump, and the reason I love this thing, you see the uh, affection, respect, from the great and the good uh, of the late 20th century and early 21st century. And he said, no, I'd do it again because i got to save my country. I mean, that's – and now – and here's the thing. Trump's doing it again. He's like Cincinnatus. After they stole the election, he won an election with 74 million votes. Any other guy in the world would have said, okay, screw it. I, boom, Trump's back, back bigger than he ever was. That's like ancient Rome, Cincinnatus returning from the plow to save the republic. Don yeah. Jr., this book, though, Steve, he knew it. gives you he knew incredible it insights in your into your dad. Go ahead. Well, he knew it even then. I mean, you, men you mentioned the escalator ride. Would you do it again? And right before the escalator ride, there was the elevator ride, you know, that from the office uh, down to down to the escalator. And so we were on there as a family. And the, the last thing he said to me before he went and gave the speech was he looked me in the eyes and said, and now we find out who our real friends are. Uh, and that meant two things to me, right? <laughs> it, it, it shows... Seriously, that's literally what he said. I wrote about it in my book. Uh, you know, he, he said that, but it showed two things, right? It showed a he understood. He understood exactly what would happen. I mean, then that was like letters to Trump. When I when I put letters to Trump together, it was looking through the archives of some of his stuff as we're moving things down to Florida and getting out of New, you know the People's Republic of New York. And I'm like, oh my god, like all of these people, you know, the Alec Baldwin's, the the, the presidents and world leaders and royalty, you know, kissing his butt. Uh, and how that all changed. So he knew that would happen. But more importantly, what that statement said was he knew it would happen and he did it anyway. He did it anyway. And now, you know, you're right. You spent hundreds of millions of dollars in legal fees dealing with these nonsense, you know, dealing with, you know, the Mueller stuff and the this and the that and two impeachments. 
And, you know, every time he's exonerated, but you still have to deal with it, right? There's still a consequence. There's still a penalty. And they are trying to break us. You know, I understand, Steve, I understand that I am not uh, the upstanding citizen that Hunter Biden is. I, I, I get that. I get that. But I did 50 hours of congressional testimony for treason, a crime punishable by death. Uh, you know, minor details. He gets to, you know, sell uh, fake artwork for a half a million dollars and no one will even question it. That's the difference. That's what we're up against. And so putting letters to Trump together, you can get it at 45books.com. It was this walk down history of like, oh, my God, how, how things changed, uh, how how hypocritical. How hypocritical so many of these people are who the second Trump became a Republican or announced that he was a Republican, all of that love was gone. I mean, I think the letter from Obama uh, is sort of amazing. It was talking about democracy and this and how we must affect, like, meanwhile, he's spying on him. He knows all about this. He knows about the setup. He's intimately involved in every aspect of these things, but he can sit there and preach democracy because they're full of crap. Uh, it, it's, it's just a fascinating one. Uh, for people to see and to understand, uh, again, just just how fake so many of these people are, just how phony uh, these celebrities are, just how willing they are to use anyone uh, in their path. Uh, and then, you know, and then change tune on an instant. There's no loyalty. Uh, it, it's it's pretty sick. And so I, I think it's an important thing for people to understand. And I think it's also important to understand you know, just exactly what Trump gave away by doing this. Uh, just what he put at risk. And as to the quote I was talking about, again, he knew it. He knew what was going to happen. He knew how vicious they'd be. And he did it anyway because it's worth it, because it's worth saving, again, the republic. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the, the patriotism of this man is incredible. Uh, how do you get to your podcast? How do you get to your new site? All of it. It's 45books.com, promo code WARM. You get free shipping and handling. You've got to get this book. I'll talk about it more in the next segment. Don Jr., yeah. how do people get to your podcast and your content? Well, I, simple. I'm on Rumble. I'm live uh, Mondays at uh, 6 and Thursdays at 6, uh, you know, for my triggered podcast. Uh, you can find me on social. Uh, you know, I put together a news site that, that you know, PNC Bank tried canceling and everything like that. So that just aggregates news. You know, we could take something, you know, off of War Room and put it up there. We could take something from The New York Times. Uh, apparently that was enough to get some of the major banks to try to cancel us. They didn't want to do business with us simply for aggregating news, for making available news to people uh, so they could see both sides of a story. Apparently in 2023, that is actually still too much. So that's MXM News. You can download that on Apple or Google and, uh, you know, have it on your phone and see what's really going on and check out the podcast. Don, Don Jr. will get to a we'll link to the podcast, 45books.com. Promo code War Room. I'll talk about more of this in the next segment. Thank you, sir. Junk science. That's what the doctor called many of those fruit and vegetable supplements. Junk science because they use extracts of common produce department fruits and vegetables with few health benefits. Now look, I take Field of Greens because it's the whole organic fruit and vegetable, not a watered-down supplement and it's backed by a better health promise. Each ingredient in Field of Greens was scientifically chosen to support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidney health. Others support my immune system, blood pressure, metabolism, and healthy weight loss. I don't eat as healthy as I should. I got that, I know it, I own it. That's why I take Field of Greens. Like me, you'll probably look and feel healthier fast 
and have way more energy. And I mean way more energy. But your best proof will be at your next checkout checkup when your doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Do that today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I want to thank Don Jr. for uh, changing up his schedule. The guys, he travels more than anybody I know. It's just crazy. Um, for the War Room Podcast, by the way, I just want to give you a heads up. 81,000 tickets sold by, to the War Room Posse for the um, Jim Caviezel movie, Sound of Freedom. And I'll be playing some clips of the interview we had yesterday with Jim. Hopefully later in the show, tonight, also tomorrow. And commenting, giving some observations on that. And we're going to get Jim back in next week or so. Uh, but a very powerful, obviously, interview on a quite controversial topic. Um, but go to, was it, angel.com slash war room right now. Uh, 10% off. Uh, you put in, was you put in code uh, angel10. You go to angel.com war room and put the code in angel10. You get a 10% discount on the ticket. The book about President Trump's very important. Here's why. It, 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 it shows you how he was in the culture, and not just in the culture, a central part of modern American culture at one time. And he gave all that up. And he gave all that up knowingly. You just heard from Don Jr. He gave all that up understanding how bad it could be. It was 10 times worse, 100 times worse. And from Durham to all this, you can see it. But then... The character of the man is shown by the second time. And that's why this whole uh, uh, primary, it's, it's a joke, it has nothing to do with taking the country forward. It has nothing to do with uh, saving our republic. Trump has come back from the plow like Cincinnati, like a, like a mythical character, heroic character from ancient history, from, from the Roman Republic. To say, called back from retirement to save the Republic. Knowing what he knows about everything, he's come back for the second time, and it's not competitive. We must be focused on the main thing, and the main thing is the removal of the illegitimate Biden presidency. All of the, the f- fruits of the poison tree, it all goes back to that. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. If you want to see President Trump in a light that he's never been shown before, letters to Trump, you go to 45books.com, go to put in war room, Everybody will give you a discount. You get a, you get free shipping and handling. So go check it out. It won't be, uh, like I said, you put that on your coffee table and uh, people come in that see it and want to spit on the floor. Have them thumb through a few pages first and then see what they think. Okay, I've got, uh, we got, we're jammed this morning and I've got Mark Jeftovic. By the way, the big crypto conference is down in Miami. And so the crypto capitalist uh, joins us, Mark Jeftovic. Give us a sense what what is the, the 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 a little bit of the buzz is off crypto although it's coming back walk me through what the speakers are saying what are people saying particularly you've had this uh basic destruction of the US dollar precious metals the birch gold guys are on fire cuz people look at gold as a hedge where does alternative currencies and crypto particularly uh stay in this mark Hey, Steve, nice to see you again. Yeah, I'm back again this year at Bitcoin 2023. I'm in front of the Bitcoin DeLorean. I don't know if you get a good shot of it there. And yesterday they had a hearse, the Fiat hearse. It was just a it was a 
coffin full of fiat dollars, real dollars. It was like, no, but this is the end of the fiat currency system. We're seeing that with the regional banks and the bailouts for some, but not for you if you're not well enough connected. Um, we've got, you know, Elizabeth Warren out there with the anti-crypto army, and yet we have politicians coming this year to Bitcoin 2023 from all sides of the aisle. We've got RFK Jr. is giving a keynote today. Tulsi Gabbard is an independent. She's here. The uh, chairman of the House Finance Committee, his name eludes me, Mackle, what's his name? He's here today, too. McHenry. Um, McHenry. McHenry. Patrick McHenry is here. Yep. So they're yep. all here because Bitcoin is a constituency and people are realizing that the people are taking their monetary matters back into their own hands. And they're they're taking sovereignty over their own money. And the politicians who are having ear for this, who are paying attention to this, are the ones who are going to be part of the future. And the ones like Elizabeth Warren with this anti-crypto army nonsense are going to be left behind. No one's going to take her seriously or anyone like her. What is the talk about the Federal Reserve's, this Federal Reserve blockchain cryptocurrency, which will be the end of the American Republic and be the end of our freedom? And liberty. What, what, yeah. What's the talk down there on that? Yeah, this is, I mean, that's the CBDCs that are coming, the central bank digital currencies. These are the Hail Mary plays by central banks and centralized states that want to, you know, extend the lifespan of these fiat currencies, which are printing their way to zero, take away all your privacy, monitor all your transactions, tax them as they're going versus the anti-CBDC which is Bitcoin, which is private, which nobody can take away from you. I'm one of the people down here this year is Ben Dichter, who was the leader of the Freedom Convoy in Canada last year. Well, I'm from Canada. He's from Canada. We saw bank accounts being seized by the government because of what we were doing politically, speaking out and supporting political causes that the government didn't believe in. It happened already a year ago, government seizing your bank accounts. Well, that was the biggest sales job for Bitcoin ever in Canada. That turned a lot, that orange pilled a lot of people, and a lot of them are down here at this conference because we see what's coming, we see where the battle lines are drawn, and it's going to be Bitcoin versus the CBDCs, and Bitcoin's going to win. Uh, tell me about um, RFK's keynote. RFK Jr. has announced he's running for president in the Democratic primary. Talk to me about your the thoughts of the pregame buzz on his uh, well. On, on, uh, on, on his keynote. You know, here's, what, here's what's funny about RFK. When he announced his candidacy, I saw these mainstream media screen grabs saying experts are worried about the spread of misinformation because RFK has thrown his name into the ring. Like, it's just like centralized. It's, it's, it's top-down control. Meanwhile, RFK is coming here to Bitcoin 2023. He showed up on Noster, which is a completely decentralized messaging platform it's like twitter but not even centralized there's not even a benevolent dictator of noster the way there is of twitter right now nobody can censor you on noster no one can t can take down one of your tweets rfk showed up on noster he's here at bitcoin 2023 he's embracing the future the way some of these other politicians are and these are the ones who are going to sort of inherit the future at least on the political landscape he's in touch with the times Everybody else, like the Liz Warrens of the world, they're completely detached and out of touch with the times. Mark, how do people uh, get to you on social media, particularly follow you while you're down there? This conference is the, is the, is the top 
Crypto Conference of the Year. How do people follow you, sir? So it's uh, Bomb Thrower on Getter, Stunt Pope on Twitter, uh, Bomb Thrower on Noster. Uh, you can go to bombthrower.com, get on the mailing list, or uh, the bitcoincapitalist.com. Any of those places, I'm there. Here, here's Here's the great thing about Jeff Devick. Once every two weeks, he'll write something on Bomb Thrower, one of the other sites. It's so amazing. It'll end up on Zero Hedge a couple of days later. So if you want to get it first, get it hot, get up on Bomb Thrower. Jeff Devick, thank you very much, brother, for joining us. Thanks, Steve. Always a pleasure. Thanks, man. By, by the way, the, the key is we've got to build an alternative economy. Even when we take the apparatus back over, it's going to be Stalingrad every day. We must build an alternative economy. You have to stop giving your money to people that hate you, number one, on the consumer and the product and the services side. The other is we have to end the Fed. The, the Federal Reserve is this. Remember, the apparatus, the way they can have these out-of-control spending bills that are really just liabilities to you, not, not, because it's not going to the capital equipment. It's just going to spend um, they're burying you and they're devaluing the currency that they control. The American people do not own their own currency. It's an obscenity. It's an obscenity. And it's not just the ownership of the Fed, and particularly the ownership of the New York Fed, which is owned by these big banks. Why, why are the broker dealers and the banks own the New York Fed, which is the massive trading desk? That, that's how all the liquidity gets into the system. This is how the concentration of wealth goes. If you want me to take the wealth, the one percent, and and to back to back out everything that's happened from two thousand eight and all the wealth they got, I can I can go back to every transaction, Mister Computer. I can go back to literally every transaction I've done to blow up the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve, the nine and a half trillion dollars that's created so much wealth for the one percent and allowed them to concentrate wealth. We have to end the Fed as long as they have that. That's what this whole debt ceiling fight's about, and this debt ceiling fight is going at many levels. And the House Freedom Caucus yesterday put out uh, a statement. And now Axios, I have the Axios piece up. Yellen is calling not just CEOs of the big banks. She's calling CEOs of major corporations saying it's the end. You know, you guys got to be putting more pressure. You're supposed to be Republicans. You got to be more pressure. You know what the Axios, the buried lead is? They told her, she said, hey, these guys, uh, these MAGA Republicans in House Freedom Caucus, you can't get to them. Because they don't pay attention to us. They don't pay attention to the corporatist. They don't pay attention to the globalist. It is a massive buried lead in the Axios. Big scoop this morning on Janet Yellen. You can't get to them. Why? Because MAGA is a populist nationalist movement. It's anti-globalist. It's anti-elitist. And now you're seeing it. That's where this huge fight. And, and quite frankly, that's why uh, in this situation, Governor DeSantis, I think, is a very good governor of Florida. And I think you ought to get focused and fill out the second term, not this. And, and you saw he's so not ready for t- prime time and so not ready for the, the scale of it. The trip to Korea, an embarrassing disaster. The trip to J- Japan, an embarrassing disaster. The trip to Israel is what it is. The trip to London is one of the worst disasters and embarrassments and humiliations of any public figure that's gone over there. That was London's in the business as the global capital of uh, weighing and measuring people and see who is found wanting. That was Ron DeSantis. And, and they just came out because they thought, look, they all hate Trump. They hate him with a, with a burning passion. And they said, this is the guy that's going to beat Trump or, or basically bench press Putin and bench, bench press the mullahs 
and she and the Chinese Communist Party and stand up to the House of Saud uh, and mini-me in North Korea? I don't think so. Homie, don't think so. Not going to happen. Those guys know. And that's why you saw some of the big donors like Schwartz from Bale. Okay. we got a lot of wood to chop. Jack Posobiec is back. And Jack Posobiec is on fire. He's had a couple of Twitter uh, threads that are just amazing. He's got thoughts in Ukraine on the southern border. And in Posobiec fashion, he's going to tie it all together for you in the war room next. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days. But to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back. And that starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was not another option. Well, there is one now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda push by leftists working hard to destroy this great country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders the heroes. Now, Patriot Mobile's 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. This is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Take action today. Stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate what you stand for. Back the only Christian conservative wireless provider, Patriot Mobile. Take action today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, on the situation of alternative currency, also, I, one thing to do, remember, uh, whether it's going to be uh, the cryptocurrencies or whether it's going to be gold or some combination of that, what I can tell you is that the fiat money has been ruined by the elites and the establishment. They did this to the country. They enriched themselves as they destroyed the nation. Let me just be blunt. And you can see in any number of indices, but their greed and their avarice and their contempt for you. Is it, that's what it's not no primer. It's nothing to talk about. Trump gave us four years of peace and prosperity. I don't care if it's orange man bad. You don't like the sound of his voice. He sends out some mean tweets. Who can, big deal? Grow up. See the fight that we're in. See the war that we're in. And you're telling me? Uh, let me see. Mike Pence and Chris Christie and Asa Hutchison and Nikki Haley. And Russell, are you kidding me? Didn't we have this conversation in sixteen? It's not, there is no Republican Party. That's all some mythical, you know, Daniel McCarthy later. That's some Karl Rove fantasy of something that doesn't exist anymore. There's a populist nationalist Trump movement that is stood up to the globalists in this nation that are out to destroy this country. Have you seen your southern border lately? You've seen the 10 million illegal aliens that are here? You've seen what they're doing to the economy? You see the fantasy? Who is more mature? Just ask yourself. Who's more mature, who has more discernment in this entire budget fight, the, the debt fight, than you? 
who's sitting there going, hey, we just can, can't continue to do this because even if we give you the, the train and a half now or the couple train you want now, we'll be back here in a couple of months because you're, 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 th- this out-of-control spending is um, out of control spending is just going to get us to fifty trillion face amount of treasury? We'll be paying two two and a half trillion dollars a year in interest because the interest rates have to be jacked up because of your inflation. You're the you're the you're the you the American. This is pure populism, and the populists are the mature adults in the room here, not not the imperial city, which is out of control because they have a funding mechanism called the Federal Reserve, just continue to print money, and you're saying. You're staying athwart that and saying, no, that game is over. Full stop. Make sure you go check out birchgold.com right now. Get the end of the dollar empire, the complete series, totally free, and download the debt trap. You get all the nomenclature, everything you need to know to be part of this fight because, hey, it's going to get ugly. Trust me. Um, the, the House Freedom Caucus put it yesterday. We are done with passing bills about uh, debt ceiling relief. There's no more bill, so don't come back here with any changes to it. None. Zero. We're not happy about this one, but this is what you got. So the battle is about to be engaged. You're about to be you're and you're about to be turned on big league. Jack Basobic is now back with us. Uh Jack, uh I just want to turn it over to you because you, you've been putting up these uh these Twitter threads that are brilliant. I've talked to you a couple of times behind the scenes. You've got a real sense from Ukraine. You spent time over in Europe and Eastern Europe. Give us a sense of 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 where we stand. In this global war, this global conflict, the situation between the nationalists and the populists, sir, or the nationalist populists versus the elite globalists, sir. Well, Steve, and and that's why I'm I'm glad that I was able to come on because we've got the piece up at humanevents.com, and I'm actually tying all of this together, all of these various threads. And I had some time while I was over in Europe. We did CPAC Budapest, uh, met with Orban, was able to sit down and speak with him. And the point is is that all of this comes together. If you want to focus on culture, if you want to spoke, to focus on the culture of our, our spiritual crisis in America, if you want to focus on crime, voting, our supply chain, our labor force, our trade, then you must focus on the migrant crisis and put this first. And conservatives and populists and just Americans in general understood this in 2016. And that is what made Trump the seminal candidate that he was in 2016, because he changed the delta of attack between Republicans and Democrats. The old school GOP, that's tax cuts, that's, you know, trying to set up all this other stuff that's going on. And uh, (laughs) I've got a little uh, little buddy here. Okay. Thank you, Jack Jack. All right. Thank you, Jack. Jack, I'll be with you in one minute. Okay. Okay. Let's go over there right now. Actually, actually, we can get Jack. 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 Actually, has something. Always has something more to say than is more important than his father. But I digress. It is much more important. But no, family first, folks. Family first. Even when you're on the war room. But my point here is, is that this migrant crisis that we're looking at across the border, it's not just our poorest border, Steve. Joe Biden and the Democrats want to give these people the ability to vote, and they're going to pass a general amnesty. And what does that mean? That means a permanent blue majority forever. And a permanent blue majority forever would be catastrophic for our nation. And I do think 
that sometimes we allow the news of the day, whether Bud Light's going to put up a new psycho on, on a beer ad or Miller or Ford, I think is the new one that's out there now. We get distracted by the shiny object and we've forgotten about the migrant crisis. Look what mass migration did to Europe. It is continuing to do this to Western Europe. That's why Western Europe is so soft right now, because they put it out, they've put everything else on the back burner. But you look over at Eastern Europe, you look at Poland, you look at Hungary, they're focused on preserving their culture. They're focused on preserving their heritage, preserving their families. They've got pro-family growth policies. Look, California used to be a red state, but Reagan pushed amnesty. And we've, I'm sorry, but to the Gipper, but we've got to put this out. He did push for amnesty. And now California will be a blue state forever. He also shut down the mental institutions. So we can talk about all the psychos on the street right now. But folks, we have to remember that when Trump strategically changed the delta of attack, it's not about uh, tax cuts. It's not about, uh, oh, we're going to spend more on war. So we're going to continue the grift on Ukraine. We're going to continue the grift. Remember, Syria was the big one, but Syria, they lost anyway. And Assad's now being brought back into the Arab League. He's over there right now meeting with all the countries that were trying to kick him out and get him out of power. That's how bad the U.S. has done. But the problem is, Steve, is that we have oligarchs in this country the same way we do in Eastern Europe or same way they do in places like Ukraine and Russia and China, because the Republican oligarchs are thinking, oh, great, we'll never have to hire an American again. The Democrat oligarchs are thinking, great, we'll never have to work to win an election again. That's the dirty little secret of the uniparty. That's why they're fighting Trump so hard. That's why trade and immigration are the two priority issues that form the core nucleus of the new right versus the old right. And if you have any candidate out there, and I haven't seen anyone other than Trump, uh, we're, we're hearing people are, are announcing every day uh, in this race, and yet no one else has put that front and center. So when you look at these crazy videos, whether it be Michael Yonda at the Darien Gap, our own Ben Berkwam, whoever saw uh, Oscar Blue down there, these are the new Democrat voters of the permanent majority. They will change everything in this country. And you must understand, we must understand that this is what our movement is about. And Steve, I'll tell you right now, and you know this more than anyone else, that is why Trump won the Rust Belt in 2016. That is what caused all of those... They're more, I would say, cultural Democrats, your union Democrats, your working class Democrats to cross the aisle, not just the picket line, but cross the aisle and vote for Trump. It was because he focused on these issues first. He wasn't selling us out to the major corporations. He didn't have these massive big dollar donors. It wasn't Wall Street. It wasn't the globalists who were deeply in bed with China. No, it was Trump. When he went up there to the audio manufacturers, when he went up there to China and said, I'm going to treat you as subservient to the American people, no one had ever spoken to him that way. No one had ever spoken to them that way. But you know who listened? The workers, the people who live in Michigan, the people who live in Wisconsin, the people who live in Western Pennsylvania, the people who have been screwed over by globalism, whether it's the trade deals or the migrant crisis on our border, these need to be our seminal issues. You know, I had a poster when I was a kid of a quote. Uh, it, was a, it was a sailboat with a beautiful sunset back of it. I remember up in the wall uh, with the, the room my kid brother and I shared, uh, it was a quote by T.S. Eliot. It said, the thing about travel is you leave home, but it, you return and you're able to see it anew for the first time. Was it was it in Hungary or when you were in Poland? Was it, was it you taking this trip and, and going for a couple of weeks to Europe and seeing what Orban's doing in the fight there? 
that you were able to kind of put this, look at it in whole cloth and, and contextualize exactly what's happening here? Well, was, Steve, it, was it we, the trip we were able to, to visit the, um, not only Budapest, which is just amazing, what an incredible city. And, and then also we took some time and we went and visited the, uh, the village that the Posobics are from, uh, this, this little hamlets out in the middle of nowhere, uh, not very far, by the way, from the Eastern border with Ukraine and also understanding what it means to lose possibly everything. And we have a beautiful basilica out there. I was able to take my boys for the very first time, but then also understanding that in a place that's seen so much bloodshed, a place that was wiped off the map how many times? Uh, 150 out of the last 200 years, Poland has not had independence or even its own nation uh, for the majority of that time. What did Poland do to maintain its integrity after its invaders and its neighbors were destroying it for so many years? And it's simple. Language, culture, and religion, that if you put those at the foremost of your people, whether you do not let them take your language, you do not let them take your culture, and you do not let them take your religion, then you let, I mean, tell me something that the Polish people haven't survived. And then the immortal words of the Polish national anthem, Poland has not yet perished. Poland still exists. And it's amazing to me every time I go back there and I, I remember and I see the faces of the people that lived through it, uh, with some of the older relatives, when I meet with the people, when I see the families now that are flourishing, by the way, but also with the understanding that you could lose it all in an instant. Um, in your trips, as you saw this, tell me about, because you've got your hands on the pulse. A lot of people don't remember you actually went to the Ukraine. In fact, you went to the front in the early months of this war. Um, walk me through... Your sense, because you're in Rome, you, you, and, and you're pretty dialed in over there. What's the sense in the European capitals as they begin this spring offensive? And Zelensky's at the G7. I'm not making this up. He's at the G7. Well, we actually, uh, you know, where, we where ended do people up, in Europe? Uh, people will, uh, I'm sure, accuse me of, of timing this, but I actually ended up being at the Vatican the same day that Zelensky rolled in. Uh, we're standing there at St. At Peter's about to go in, and we see this huge motorcade go past us, and then, we, and then later they announced that it was Zelensky coming in to meet with Pope Francis, where he gave him a picture of the Madonna with the child Christ, but the child was, was blacked out. So it's a very, um, I've never seen an image of Christ with, with his mother, like where he was blacked out, and they said it was supposed to be a reminiscent of the children lost in the war, but I got to say, you know, bringing, bringing something into the Vatican uh, like that definitely, definitely Definitely gave me pause. Let's just say it. But Steve, uh, there's no love lost for Russia in the capitals of Europe. But I will say this, though. The people are tired of this war. The people don't want the war to go on anymore. They're asking, why are we still doing this? Why are we still fighting? And uh, honestly, you know, you, you, you see the flags up. You see Ukrainian flags up everywhere at the capitals. But people are just going about their regular lives. Uh, they want to get back to normalcy, and they are starting to question, why is it that the euro is is fallen so much compared to the dollar right now? Which, by the way, I didn't mind because it's great for travel. But uh, they're asking, why are prices going up so much? Why are energy costs so high right now all of a sudden? What are we actually getting out of this? And I think they are getting very weary of these headlines because it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. Plus, if you actually follow what's going on on the ground in the war, 
Uh, The United States just lost a Patriot missile battery in Kiev, which was hit by one of the Russian hypersonics. And then you see this massive explosion and they're saying, oh, no, no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Really? Can you show us some videos of it? Can we see that it's totally fine? No, 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 no. You're not allowed to see any of the videos. We're we're striking down all all of the Russian missiles that are fired from the, you know, Raytheon uh, marketing department at CNN. Okay, well, if that's true, then can we can we see some of the videos of you shooting down the vehicles, the you know, these missiles? I'd, I'd sure love to see that. No, because they know that they can't. And we realize that this is a war with no end until no one. Uh, Jack, if you just hang on for one second. I know Jack Jack uh, needs your attention. Just hang on. We'll take a short break. We've just got a couple of minutes on the other side. Got to talk to you about the, the Intel apparatus here in the United States of America. Short break. Intelligence officer Jack Posobiec and his son Jack Jack join us on the other side. Senator Hawley, top of the hour. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. On the sales tax, add a plan to make you pay more. With the sales tax, 
In Congress, Ron DeSantis wanted to replace the current system with a national sales tax, a 23% tax hike on almost everything you buy, from the gas station to the grocery store. We can't afford Ron to sales tax. Make America Great Again Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, you see the uh, that's about the national sales tax. You had the thing. I I I still love the one on Social Security because now you got Pence talking about oh we got to cut Social Security, got to cut Medicare. I, I Mike, I think there or Judas Pence. I think there's some other things we got to deal with before we start cutting Social Security and um, and uh, Medicare. And they're not the drivers of the situation. That's just incorrect. Um, so right there, by the way, you see the, that's the cartoon version of it. Maybe, hey, if we keep making those, maybe we'll bring back the pudding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Josh Hawley is going to join us at the top of the so, but Jack, I know you got so much to do, but the threads you've been putting up are amazing because we'll they tie uh, so much to together. I uh, have to play that one for Jack-Jack. I think it's going to be one of his favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that'll be Jack. That'll work for Jack-Jack. Too bad he can't vote. Um, that's my problem. No, only in, only um, in New Jersey. With that, only in New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. Uh, we've had the Durham report, but it, you know you've had this situation with now the Biden crime family, with Comer, with the Treasury Department, and the wire transfers from two fifteen. And President Trump has identified. He says, "Hey, it's not the CCP. They're bad enough, but it's the administrative state and the deep state." That is the enemy of the American people. Most of that's tied around the intelligence agencies. I'm just finishing a book now by Jim uh, Risen, who's no fan of Donald Trump. That's amazing about Frank Church and the Church Committee. I'll talk about that more tomorrow. Where do we stand, brother? You're an intelligence officer. How big a problem do we have? As you've seen, the FBI whistleblowers yesterday, we're going to have more of that. We're going to have some of those guys on. This thing, Jack is 10 times a bigger mess and a problem for the country I think anybody imagined. Your thoughts? Well, look, Steve, we, we look, at, look at everything that's come out this week. We've seen the Durham report, which confirms that what was done under the Trump administration for the first three years of that administration was a complete coup by the national security apparatus to disrupt the government and the governance of not just Donald Trump, but also the will of the American people who put him there. And then COVID, of course, was launched in the fourth year to get him out of office along with the George Floyd riots as a color revolution. So we saw the, those three years robbed from President Trump. We saw the fourth year robbed from President Trump. I'm almost saying, what, what is the justice for this, right? Durham comes out and says, well, you know, yeah, we can't find any provable, excuse me? What about the crime to the American people? They're going to go, and we know that Merrick Garland is already pushing the seditious conspiracy case. That's why the Proud Boys came down. Read the Proud Boys charges again, the sentencing document. Julie Kelly's got all the information on this. They're clearly gearing up. Merrick Garland wants to charge Trump with seditious conspiracy. That's what the grand jury right here in Washington, D.C. is all about. But when you look at the Durham report, it's actually a roadmap to explaining in acute detail how a seditious conspiracy was run at the highest levels of the FBI and CIA against the sitting president of the United States, with to wit, they had intel all along, knowing that it started as a plot from the Hillary 
Clinton campaign. And I don't buy it for a second that people were saying, oh, I'm shocked. I'm only finding this out now that, you know, the guy Joe Panko is running out of the office, you know, like it's some scene in a movie. Cut the crap. Cut the Hollywood theatrics. We know what's going on here. These people were in it because this is one of the guys who was grilling Flynn. We know what was going on here. And he knows, like the rest of them, that the only possible restitution for the American people is to restore President Trump to office come 2024 and allow him to actually serve out the term that he was duly elected for in the first place. Jack, um, a a thousand percent. You you summed it up perfectly. Another question I have for you is what can be done in the interim? What do we have to do to before we take power again in in January 2025 with the 2024 sweep that we're going to have? What can be done now with either appropriations? I mean, this this is like DEFCON 2. Uh, this has to be addressed and has to be confronted now. We can't wait 15 or 18 months. This apparatus is out of control. What is your recommendation? Understand we just have the House that needs to be done now. Well, Steve, I'd, I'd love to see direct hearings when and tie, tie it to funding. You must tie it to funding. Direct hearings tied to funding as to what's going on at the FBI, what's, who's being, uh, who is actually being taken out of power. We, we need to see the resignation of Chris Ray. That's number one. And then when possible, investigation and prosecution wherever possible. I think the Republicans in the House, as Frank Church saw, and would you, if you're reading the Church Committee book, you're seeing the roadmap how to do this right there. A Democrat, by the way, a Democrat out of Idaho, Frank Church, back in the 1970s, conducting the first investigation into this against, and Matt Gates, of course, has already brought this forward yesterday, kind of got the ball rolling. I would almost say that that FBI whistleblower conference was sort of a, a prequel, yes. if you will, a precursor yes. to uh, the prologue to a new church committee, call it the Gates Committee if you have to, whatever you yes. want to call it, the Jordan Committee, uh, that this situation has gotten far beyond the the initial remit and purview of the FBI. And, you know, I do I do love, by the way, though, Steve, yeah. when people say, well, what, you know, the FBI needs to get back to its Halkion days before it was corrupt. When? When Hoover was running the joint? You mean that? You mean those days yeah. of J. Edgar Hoover? Yeah. The guy who was wiretapping Congress, but he turned the wiretaps off a week before he went to testify so he could he could say under oath that I'm not wiretapping you at this moment, Congressman. No, the FBI has always existed far beyond its original remit. We need to take a page out of the UK's playbook where, you know how the UK has, so the UK has MI6 and MI5. And during the war, they had all the way out to MI14, MI15. But after the war, they realized they needed to shrink it way, way down. Why do we have 16 intel agencies? We need to shrink that down, consolidate it, and rethink the way these these organizations work. And, and Jack is an Intel officer. Jack, real quickly, how do you get to Human Events Daily, your, your, all your social media, everything? You've got to follow us every night, Human Events Daily. Tonight, we've got the great John Solomon on, huge information from him. And, of course, follow us on Twitter, Truth and Getter. Jack, thanks for doing this. And thank Jack Jack for hanging with us. You got him for free. It's a great kid right there. <laughs> thank you, brother. Senator Josh Hawley next. Got a new book, really about the Jack Posobics and the Jack Jacks of the world. Manhood, next, with Senator Josh Hawley. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer 
every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, Medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. 